Hey guys, welcome back to Just Be Yourself, the podcast with Jalen Gales. Yeah, that's J-A-I-L-Y-N underscore G-A-L-E-S on all social media platforms, including Pinterest. So listen, before we hop into today's topic, I want to talk about the fact that Instagram is having some shady, shady, shady people on there, okay? Instagram is having scandals like Facebook was having scandals. Do you remember when Facebook, everybody was getting hacked, all their information was getting like leaked and everything. They went to court. It was a big deal. Well, Instagram, please, please get it together. I know Facebook just bought y'all. We don't want the shady business from Facebook on Instagram, but it's looking that way because my account got hacked. Other people's account that I know, a lot of people actually, their account is getting suspended. They're having videos be flagged and it's just very simple videos like, oh, a day in the life of, or oh, me just doing a TikTok dance. Like it's very simple things that are getting flagged. So Instagram, I love you. I'm going to still continue to use the platform, but please help a sister out. Okay. 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 Because if you knew me before this podcast, then you knew that I go by at Hyperactive Vibes, okay? And it was the vibalicious, you were getting the train, you were riding the waves, okay? We were going along for a journey, but my account got hacked. And honestly, some people could say it got hacked in a very stupid way because I did screenshot a link. I know, that's ridiculous. How many times have you been told not to click or screenshot a link? Too many times for me to have to fall for that. But the hackers were smart. They literally pretended to be one of my friends and they like went back, saw the previous conversations that we had, was using the same lingo, was using the same life events that um, they go through, they encountered the same hobbies and I got played. I got played by a player. So one can say that I got, you know, I got bamboozled and I should have done better. And another person could say, girl, you got played by a player. So I'm going to choose to go with the latter of me getting played by a player. You know what I mean? You know, I'm not a player myself. I wasn't born that way. I wasn't built that way. So I would have no idea how to navigate that new space. But now your girl knows, you know, they only have to teach me something one time for me to get the hang of it. That's not true. But in this case, it is true because something that's that changing one time and I'm good. Now, let's hop into today's topic. I feel like with today's topic, you guys are going to learn a lot more about me, the person behind this voice, the voice behind your screens. You're going to learn more about me. So without further ado, we will be talking about non-traditional women. What does that look like? Do I consider myself that? The idea of I don't cook, I don't clean, get the same, okay? Cardi B literally said it the best. I don't cook, I don't clean. Personally, I follow that motto. Not in the, you know, turn up sort of sense, but more so as in I am a very independent person and I do not follow what is to be considered more a traditional woman. Now, before we get into deep, I feel like I need to describe or tell you guys what a traditional woman is. And so based off of Wikipedia, based off uh, encyclopedia.org, whatever these, these, you know, the source, okay, A traditional woman is someone that believes that their role is inside of the household. That's the way general sense of how to summarize it. Now, in society, in different um, cultures, we may take it a different way. But the general way of how these people are deciding to describe this word and, you know, put the label behind these these words is a woman who believes her place is in the household. And a non-traditional woman is someone who believes that their place is not within the household. They rely more on the government versus their spouse. And so... 
where I fall in line with that is that I see a non-traditional woman as someone who does see their places in the household and they see the value that they bring within the family. They want to cook. They want to clean. They want to take care of their children. They would prefer if they did not have to go to work to some degree and they were able to be at home and sort of live that home lifestyle. They would prefer if they were able to have a spouse that could take care of some of those bigger financial burdens. And that doesn't mean that they're ignorant or anything or that they want to, you know, completely leave, you know, all of the financial doings, all of the big outside doings to their husband or to their partner. It just means that they will prefer to have a bigger impact with inside the home with their children if they choose to have any within that dynamic within that space within the logistics of a household so to speak and so i see a non-traditional woman as someone who would like to have and also just to say a traditional woman they have hobbies they still do things for themselves not that they give themselves completely to their family and they have no other um uh, no other existence that they take up space in no they can still roller skate they can still you know hang out with the girls they can still have uh, a little business on the side or whatever it is um i'm just saying that the grand schemes that their focus is on the household and those more traditional aspects and so when considering a non-traditional woman I see that her place, she wants to be outside of the household. She would prefer to be doing things in the actual society as a grand scheme versus cooking and cleaning at home as like a full-time job, so to speak, or like as um, your main focus of what you do. She would prefer to be having her energy somewhere else, whether it's in a role, in corporate, an entrepreneur, or whatever it may be. Her grand scheme, her mindset is more outside of the house. And that's sort of where I see myself. Personally, I don't like to cook. I don't like to clean. I genuinely do not like those things, but I know how to do them. I can get it done if I need to. And I also understand that roles vary. But personally, I would prefer to be outside of the home, pursuing my entrepreneur dreams, being able to just do all the little grand scheme ideas that I have in my head. And honestly, when it comes to children, I would prefer if my husband or a nanny or someone like that took care of my kids to a certain degree. Like I still want to be hands-on and involved in my children's life, but I would prefer to be more of the fun dad. That's sort of how I would describe my my parenting style. Um, this is me speaking without a kid, okay? But this is how I would like to sort of represent myself in my children's life is as the fun dad. So instead of handling the logistics of taking them to soccer practice and stuff like that, like I'm helping schedule the big fun stuff. Like, you know, we're going to amusement parks. We are, you know, going out to dinner and eat and we're going to do all these fun activities. And I'm still very hands-on in your life, but it's not on those day-to-day -day aspects. It's more in the big activities that we do or even um, how we choose to operate within the household. I don't want to be the person that's like picking up, you know, behind the kids, but I would like to be the person that's helping to create their memories and helping to give them these big grand experiences and making sure that they know that emotionally and mentally and physically I'm there for them without having to do all the behind the scenes, little nitty gritty details. And I think that that is going to impact the type of partner that I end up with because I do want children and I do want to get married. No time soon, honestly, 10 years from now is probably like the perfect number. Like in my 30s, like 30s, 30s, like, you know, late 30s, just kidding, just kidding. But more like 30s, like mid, early to mid 30s, that's when I prefer to be getting married and having children. Um, that being said, I understand that the roles in my household are gonna be switched to a certain degree. Therefore, 
in traditional sense. Therefore, my partner is going to be a non-traditional partner and they're not going to see themselves as the type of person that the world may see themselves as or prescribe them to be. So my partner is more than likely, you know, they're going to like to do those more homely things. And if they don't, not to say that they have to, but if they don't like to do those things, then we're going to have a nanny or someone that can pick up the slack in those areas. Because in my mind, I hope to be successful enough to be able to give my children everything and then some, and to be able to have the help, have all the extra support systems that the world could potentially provide for my family. And so that being said, when I think about who I'm going to be with, if we get into that conversation, which is very different than the non-traditional traditional woman, but it's still on the same plane because we have to think about this when we take on those titles on who we're going to attract. I see myself with someone who still has like a masculine energy to them, but they are maybe a little bit more sensitive and they're a little bit more in touch with their emotional side. So it'd be a healthy balance. And I understand that this type of nuance to look for in a partner is something that's more common nowadays. It's a lot more common for people to be going to therapy and people to be getting in touch with not just their um, their outer their outer perceptions of them, but to get in touch with their inner, do inner work and do that self-reflection. So presenting wise, they may present a certain way, but then internally they may actually act different than they present. And on my, in my experience, I find that that's often how I am. I act different than I present. When people see a 5'3", um, athletic build black woman with, bald, with a bald head or short hair, they're seeing someone typically, in my experience, that's very just hard on and aggressive and straightforward and very like to the punch and they don't take anything and they are the strong mentality with no exceptions they don't accept anything else except for being strong and they want everything to be just very neat and orderly and in place and they're somewhat sort of what people would say the trope of aggressive so to speak just take that word away. They're just more intense, so to speak. I love that word. They're more intense. Um, they are going to abide by this way and they're rigid in their plans. That's literally how, at least in my experience, people have perceived me to be due to social media, due to movies that always put people who look like me in those characters within the power character. And I do identify as that. I am a power character. I'm very like straight to the point. I'm very, you know, like, you know, this is, mm, mm, mm. I'm very, structured so to speak but also i flow in the wind like a butterfly okay i don't even like butterflies but i flow in the wind like a butterfly like a flower like a moth like a ladybug whatever you want to say i'm very like playful i'm very you know just less rigid than what people expect me to be so i find and i'm a goofball y'all i'm a goofball straight up goofball like <laughs> that's one thing about me i will goof off to the goofing is done and then goof a little bit more okay so in my experience i find that people perceive me to be one way. And then when they get to know me, they're like, oh, who is that? Like, that was that was not what I was expecting. Like, what in the world is going on here? I love it. It's a lot of energy, but that was not what I was expecting at all. And I'm kind of here for it. I'm here for kind of like, you know, making people second guess what they see when they see someone. Like making people like question like, oh, I thought you were going to be like this, but you're actually like this. Like low key, I've kind of gotten used to it. So I guess that's why I'm here for it in terms of like how... How much can I throw someone off by my personality? You know what I mean? So that's just me personally is that I find that my outer and my exterior kind of throw people sometimes. 
Um, but then on a personal level, on a personal, internal self-reflection level, I found that my exterior at this point matches the interior that I want. So internally, I consider myself to be a very dynamic, bubbly, outgoing person, someone who's slightly more reserved in certain spaces and someone who's going to give so freely without really the expectation of receiving. And I feel like people who consume those ideologies and consume those core values, they tend to show up and look a different way than what I look like. But I feel like my exterior matches internally what I want to present. So it's a really weird space to be where I'm walking through the world and I'm realizing, oh, what I look like is actually how I am happy to be perceived. And that took time to get to. And it also took time to realize that what I look like and how I'm perceived, how, what I look like and how I'm perceived just off surface level actually aligns with that of a traditional woman. A lot of men, when they approach me or partners in general, when they approach me, they tend to think I'm going to be that more traditional woman, someone who wants to be um, taken care of by a spouse instead of by the government. And we can get into what that means in just a moment. But just to finish off this point, someone who wants to be taken care of by a spouse, someone who needs the protection and needs um, and wants that stability within the household and wants to provide that stability within the household and wants to be at home and be taking care of the, my children um, as like a full time job. That is what often I'm perceived as wanting. And maybe to some degree, I do want that. Like I said, to some degree, and maybe my my thought patterns will change. But as of now, I would prefer to be more of you know what they say, you can't ever balance anything out, but somewhat of a balance where I get to have, you know, someone at home who wants to stay at home and take care of the children and, you know, still live their life to a certain degree, but their main focus is the household. And then me out in the world being able to be like the main breadwinner or be someone who brings in a good chunk of the change for the household. And then of course, in other aspects, it's going to balance out. So like how we do our spending, how we do our money, um, the travel, the trips that we take, the communications, the parenting styles, the how we discipline our children, things like that, that's going to obviously be probably more nuanced and was something that we have to communicate about since we both will be different individuals than what's traditionally expected. But I feel like that's only the expectation in a relationship, especially nowadays. We have gotten so much more comfortable with talking about what we expect and what we want and just talking about our boundaries and what we what we want as individuals, as women, as as the outsider, as a they, them, we have gotten more confident in saying this is what we want. And even men in general have gotten more confident in expressing their emotions and things like that, which is why I see myself marrying someone who's more of a modern man with a modern woman. So I see that coming to fruition and being able to be more possible based off the conversations that, you know, my generation is having today. We're having these conversations. We're willing to uh, be ourselves and show up more authentically and risk the consequences or risk being the outsider in those situations and in, in other in other situations. And I really do appreciate that about our generation. And that's why I think it's going to be easier and not as hard as what some people would imagine or what I necessarily originally imagined it to be, to be able to find someone that kind of meets my needs and then I meet their needs. Because at the end of the day, it's about yin and yang. So I'm looking for someone to offset me in a way that balances me. So that's sort of the goal there. Now, when we get back into the topic of traditional and non-traditional woman and the way that it's defined in like dictionaries and things like that, 
a traditional woman is seen as someone who relies on their spouse and a non-traditional woman is seen as someone who relies on the government. That's a very interesting concept to me because traditional women rely on their spouse. I can see that. I, I truly start to understand that. The more that I listen to other podcasters, the more that I get experience from the world and that I see how other um other cultures operate, how I see how other households operate outside of my own, the more that I get just an understanding of just of just the world and how it operates. Yes, women in the past have been more reliant and had to rely more on their their spouses, on their on their husbands, on their significant other, whoever it may be, versus today. In today's age, a woman can go out and they can get a high paying job, if not higher than a man. And that in turn makes them more reliant on income outside of the household, income that they generate. And typically income is coming from the government, quote unquote, quote unquote, quote unquote, quote unquote. So that being said, I do understand the way that they phrased it. I don't necessarily like it because I feel like when people say government, and this could just be my train of thought, I thought of like, food stamps and Section 8 housing and things like that. And I thought of more women choosing, or Black women, so to speak, not having the opportunity to really rely on their husbands because they've been taken away through the system. That's a whole nother conversation, but that is the reality. And those women in particular and other women in general not being able to rely on their spouse and having to turn to the government subsidized programs. And that's where they kind of differentiate a non-traditional woman and a traditional woman. And for me, when I originally read that, I was like, hmm, I'm not sure if I actually like the way that they phrased that because it makes it seem like we're going to be dependent on something versus the man, which is just independent. And that trope kind of threw me off. I wonder how they would describe a traditional man and a non-traditional man and if they would use the word government in there or if they would use the word spouse in there. Um, or if they would go with more, if they would describe more of their financial features, or if they would describe more of their, fit, sorry, physical features or personal attributes versus describing what they actually need to rely on. That's just, that's just a question. And I mean, that can easily be answered by Googling it, but I feel like in doing so, we're giving a, we're giving an exact definition to something that is just a concept, an idea. So I would, you know, imagine I would ask you guys to imagine what you would consider a traditional man and a traditional woman to be. And then what would you consider a traditional, uh, a non-traditional man and a non-traditional woman to be? What images come to mind? And are you too, when you describe the features of a man going more physical and going more personality traits? And when you describe the features of a woman going more financial and going more um, where you see them physically at. And then what does that mean? Because that's just very interesting to me. Very, very interesting. But I do understand that as these nuances come together and as we start to form our own thoughts around this topic and around words and how we choose to define them and how the general population chooses to take on their definitions, my definition may change as well and what I see may change as well. Um, I call back to an experience that I had in Atlanta where I was celebrating my friend's birthday in Atlanta. Shout out to Milani. We had a great time. It was lit, 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 okay. And at one point we were sitting around like a big table, 
aka the island of a kitchen <laughs> and there were like six or seven of us and we were pulling these cards and every time you pulled a card you have to answer the question and we're doing it so if you pull one set of cards you can choose one person to answer it if you chose another set of cards everybody had to answer it and everybody had like two minutes on the clock and honestly it didn't start out with two minutes on the clock it started out being a free-for-all and then we were taking 30 minutes to answer some of these questions we were like okay time to set a timer so we pulled a card and it was something along the lines of how do you what's your love language and how do you want to show up for your partner how do you expect your partner to show up for you like what's something oh there it is what's something that your partner could do to tell you that they love you or tell you that they care about you like along the lines of the love language conversation and that was a card that everybody had to answer and i went last because i had the timer so it usually starts when the person to the left or right of the timer so everybody goes and i realized men and women included the women around the table for the general just as far as i can remember in general they were saying how they would want someone who can provide for them and can be that stable the 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 point of stability in their lives and their family lives. And they would like to be at home and be taken care of to some degree. And then the men were saying how they would like to do the taking care of for their woman and let them know that they are there for them in that more, you know, physical, financial sense, emotional too. And then it made me think about my own perception and what I think would be amazing for my partner to provide to me. And honestly, I feel like for the most part, I'm bringing such a complete person to the picture, or I will be bringing a complete person to the picture in those degree. And my, my desires in the world are still going to be focused on my career to a certain degree and building a legacy for my family. And that being said, it's going to require someone who can be at home and who can show me affection and love in a different manner than traditional ways. And so for me, it boiled down to some sort of physical physical exchange. And so I feel as though if I'm providing everything for myself to a certain degree in those aspects of financial um, and emotionally, I feel as though they can then supply maybe more of a physical need. So maybe more of like, you know, um, physical touch and things like that, like that love language. So hugs and things like that, or holding hands, those smaller details with some aspects of emotional stability, but I see their role being less one of a more hands-on in terms of what they can do for me, in terms of, and more of a what they can show me. Like, what can they show me? How do they show me that they appreciate me in terms of physical touch and not in terms of acts of service? So I feel as though, for me, my partner is really gonna have to be good at that physical touch aspect, because that's something that I prioritize. And it's something that I cannot get necessarily from myself. I mean, I can hug myself all day, but it's not the same. But everything else is something that I can provide for myself to some degree. And mind you, this may change as I grow, as I experience more life, I may realize that actually, Jalen, you need more of the emotional support. Actually, Jalen, the financial support that other people are desiring, more traditional women are desiring, is something that you actually want too. And I say that to allude to the very next day that we were all hanging out. And I told everybody, I don't like to cook. I don't like to clean. That's really not me. Um, my partner is going to be someone that's non-traditional. And it just is what it is. And hopefully they will like to do those things. Um, 
and they would like to take up those spaces. And if not, we can figure out something that works for the both of us. But I would prefer if I was not cooking and cleaning. And then the very next morning, I'm making everybody breakfast. You know what I mean? And it's because I see the roles as fluid. It's just something that I would prefer not to be doing, but it's something that I will do if if I feel like it. It's something that I would do if I feel like also the, it's gonna serve a grander purpose if I'm helping somebody. So I feel as though the roles of a household are very fluid and not one person does everything. Some things, it could be like 100% them and 100% you, and that's what you choose. But a lot of the roles in the household, a lot of the times I feel like are very fluid. And I feel like even thinking this way makes me a non-traditional woman uh, on top of everything. Because I feel like in traditional houses, while a male will cook maybe sometimes, or they may cook a breakfast, breakfast instead of, you know, and the woman will cook dinner and lunch and X, Y, X, Y. I feel like a lot of the times they find themselves in like these set roles. And also maybe some of it's based off gender. Because think about it. What we consider traditional and non-traditional is based off largely religion and cultural. So religion and culture are two things that are shaping the conversation of traditional and non-traditional women and people in general. Hence, you're going to have gender roles. There are gender roles in a lot of different cultures in religion. There are things that are expected. So I feel like to a certain degree as well, this trope is highly shaped by religion and culture and society expectations. And the more that we have women that go outside of these cultural norms, the more that we're going to see how these how these words take new shape. Hence, going back to saying how, you know, if you could just imagine what do you describe a non-traditional man and a non-traditional woman to be, that's even going to change. And so for me, I just see myself as being a non-traditional woman, someone who someone who wants to prioritize their career, someone who doesn't want to be necessarily in the household uh, quite a lot, I'm not going to lie, but who still wants to be able to provide um, some level of stability and happiness and joy for their family, but just doesn't want to do the day-to-day aspects. Maybe that's really what I'm getting at, is that I just don't want to do the day-to-day aspects that is expected of most women, um, and I would prefer to be doing something else. And I prefer a partner that would like to be doing the day-to-day aspects, because honestly, if I'm thinking about it as well, I'm a big character. I got a lot of energy. I just be like, womp, 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 womp. I'm a big character. I bring you guys a lot of energy, y'all. That being said, yin and yang. My partner can be a big character too, but we're going to have to balance out somewhere. You know what I mean? And so I feel like an aspect for me, for me, for J-A-I-L-Y-N-G-A-L-A-S, Jalen Gales, is going to be when it comes to the household and finding a balance there. And maybe even my own definition of non-traditional and traditional women, you guys are finding is limiting because I'm just thinking about household and I'm thinking about finances. But if you guys see it in a different way, go to my social media, put it in the comment section. There'll be a post when I drop this episode under Just Be Yourself, the podcast. And let's get a conversation started. If you feel a way about this topic, find that post and let me know. And then maybe we can get some dialogue started because I'm all for expanding my mind, as you guys can obviously tell if you made it this far. I want to learn more. I want to experience more. I want to give more. And I feel like I can do that. I definitely feel like I can do that with the help of you guys if you want to have a conversation about it. So my image is growing. My words are changing. I'm figuring out what I want in my life. I'm figuring out how I define certain things. And it's a very powerful moment. It's all on the road of becoming 
myself, becoming more of myself, of just being myself, of just showing in the room, up in the room as myself, whether my desires are different from other people. That's what I like. It's what I like. It's what I want. And 8 billion, 10 billion people out here in the world, there's bound to be some other people that kind of see what I'm seeing or can, you know, be on the same path as me, you know what I mean? Or see, and we can align and see certain things a little eye to eye or who find this conversation interesting and want to dive deeper or see that they actually want a household that's somewhat similar, but not exactly the same. There's 10 billion, 8 billion, a lot of, there's a lot of people in the world. Okay. There's a lot of people in the world. That being said, me just being myself is hopefully going to allow other people to be themselves. Me making the claim of I am a non-traditional woman and this is what I expect in a household. This is what I expect from my partner, from my significant other. This is what I expect from myself when I come into these situations. Hopefully that's a powerful message for you guys and you guys have taken something from it and you're like, well, hmm, I see what she means or mm, I don't really agree. But hopefully it's got you thinking more about how you can present and how you can show up in the world being your authentic self, despite if your interior and exterior don't match for other people, despite the the prejudices or the preconceptions that people may have of you, the first glance of judgment that people may give to you, you guys will still feel comfortable and showing up as your full selves. And that's honestly the goal with all of this is to just give you all the, the desire, give you all the safe space to feel comfortable with being more of who you are. So yeah, on that note, thank you all for tuning in today. I think we're going to end off this podcast by saying, just be yourself, y'all. It's really that simple. No, I'm just kidding. It's really not a simple process, especially when we're growing and we're changing and we're evolving so much. It's not that simple. Not all the time. Sometimes it can be. If you got it like that and it's that simple for you, kudos to you. I think I'm one of the people that do have it like that and it's pretty simple for me, but not everybody has that same experience. So that being said, it's a process. So thank you all for tuning in on this episode of Just Be Yourself, the podcast. Hosted by yours truly, Jalen Gales. That's J-A-I-L-Y-N underscore G-A-L-E-S on all social media platforms. And feel free to follow my podcast social media on Instagram at justbeyourself underscore the podcast. And let's have some dialogue. Let's talk more about this concept of traditional and non-traditional woman or any other concepts that I spoke about throughout this podcast. I would love to continue the dialogue with you guys and just hear more about you guys' experiences. What do you think about my experiences? What do you think about what I'm saying? How do you feel? Does it connect to you? Let's talk about it. On that note, thank you guys for tuning in and I hope to see you guys in the next podcast. And I hope that you walked away feeling more comfortable and more ready and more supported about being yourself and showing up as yourself in the world. Thank you guys for tuning in to Just Be Yourself, the podcast. See you guys in the next one.